0: Double thought to mention. I'm your host Derek, and today we're joined by
1: me, Tony, his lovely wife.
0: Yes, she's the other host, as you can tell if you've listened to any episodes. Today we're going to be talking about NATO 2020 through 2040. Some sort of crazy document that I uh, read. It's a long-ass document, about 160 pages long. It's all about multiple different types of things that we will talk about very soon. But before we do that, I would like to thank any listener who has listened or is listening or will listen and I would like to thank anyone who's donated one being Dean Reiner donated thirty three dollars and sixty nine cents a while back no he he donated thirty three eighty eight and then uh behind the schemes, the guy I believe is booberry donated $33.33. Oh no did did they donate no I donated to their podcast. I thought they did donate to ours. Maybe not.
1: I don't know. You only tell me about one.
0: Yeah. So either way, uh, thanks for listening. Either way, uh, behind the schemes, guys, Booberry and lavish. Thank you. Regardless of donations. <laughs> I don't know
1: who the hell you guys are. I just hear about you after the fact.
0: So. I was the. They were. You know. I was on that their show yep. behind the schemes, and then.
1: Yep, I remember that.
0: Yep, and then uh, the on Mondays when they do the live streams, mm-hmm. that's them. Okay. So, thank you for listening, uh, Behind the Schemes, and Dean Reiner from Up Is Down Podcast. Also, Chelsea, Izzy, Adam, and any others. I don't know. Possibly Tony's mom.
1: Maybe. I think think your uh, mom listens. My mom. Stace might listen.
0: My aunt Stace, possibly.
1: I did see we have some new followers on the Instagram page. That's awesome. Thank you, guys. Very cool.
0: Yeah, the Instagram, DT underscore Miracle Monday. If you want to check out any images from things that are related to the podcast, there'll be found you can find them there. And uh, yeah, so that pretty much takes care of the thank yous. Unless you can think of any, anyone else to thank or anything like that.
1: Not off the top of my head. And I would just like to throw out that normally I kind of know a little bit about what he's going to talk about. But I have zero fucking clue this week. So, oh, yeah.
0: Although she was sitting in the same room Mm. while I was reading the document. Yeah,
1: but I was listening to a song on repeat and just in my mood. Girls, any girls that are listening, you know what I'm talking about. Really feeling that song. So I was not paying attention. I have no fucking clue what this is about. So I'm going to learn things with you. All right.
0: All right. Okay. So let me think about how to start this. Um, Randomly, one day, I had gone to InfoWars. Uh, I don't usually check out Infowars that often, but for some reason, oh, it was when you went to your mom's, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to Infowars and I saw that uh, Alex Jones had a broadcast, which he, you know, he he does it like a every day, I think. He's got like a syndicated radio show, I believe, but it's always a three hour long radio show. So I caught a little bit of that and during during it, he's got a live version also on um, his own website similar to youtube is called band.video and he's got his own broadcasts, his own like 20 different things you can choose from on there but uh, during his show with him you know because he's got multiple other hosts but it was with him he brought up this document and he i don't know if he's already covered this whole thing i, I don't know but when i was listening to him talk about it um I was intrigued because oftentimes I'll hear about these documents or I'll hear about these things and it's easy to hear about them, but then reading them will give you a lot more insight as opposed to just hearing other people talk about it. So I went to the website, got the document, downloaded it, and then read it. Um, And I don't know what Alex Jones had to say about it because he didn't go into what, what the document was all about. He was just talking about the document that it could be something scary or, mm-hmm. you know, because he has, uh he said it was, it was an emergency broadcast on Saturday, I think is when it was. And, um you know, so every, it seems like every broadcast he's got is an emergency, yeah. <laughs> like since the pandemic, almost every broadcast is emergency broadcast. But um uh, yeah, so I, that's where I learned about it. Uh, all credit goes to Alex Jones. Thank you, Alex Jones showing me this document because I never would have heard of it unless you had had talked about it so all credit goes to Alex Jones and Infowars for originally um, learning about this document and then covering it which they may have already done I don't know I, I don't watch or listen to Infowars every day maybe like once every few months so uh yeah thank you Alex Jones so basically this document is called NATO Science and Technology Science and Technology Trends um 2020 to 2040. So it's a 20-year forecast of what they think might happen um over the next 20 years as it relates who's to Who's
1: they who's mm, who's they when you say this?
0: Uh the the document was created by NATO which NATO is a thirty-nation organization that was formed in 1949 after World War II. They are NATO, the North Atlantic Treaty Organization. Okay. Do you do you know what NATO is? Have you heard of Have you heard of NATO? I've before? heard
1: you mention it, but I don't know what the fuck it is. No clue.
0: NATO is the thirty-member group that is in charge of all kinds of things in in Europe, um, the Middle East. Uh, it's got thirty members that are a part of it. The U.S. is a part of it, and then thirty other nations, um, main big nations like. Uh,
1: okay, so collectively they've come up with collectively this, docu- this document.
0: Yes, collectively NATO. That's NATO. Uh, all the member countries, but there's, um, you know, NATO is ran by certain. The, the the head is like Jens Stoltenberg, or I don't know, I can't remember what his name is. Uh, but then they have all this like an an executive board. or They have uh, people who create things and do certain things. You know, it's a gigantic yeah. organization.
1: Okay. Um, before we go too much into this here, how did Alex Jones get his hands on this document, or is it available to the public?
0: This is a public document okay. that okay. Uh, all I all I did was go to NATO. I just typed in NATO on on uh, right on DuckDuckGo. Went to the NATO's website.
2: And, and I, was.
0: I found it very easily okay. because uh, they just put it out um, this year, I think.
2: Okay.
0: Or it, I'm pretty sure I, I could be wrong about that. But anyway, NATO was formed in 1949 after World War II with three objectives. Th- these were the three objectives of NATO um, in its origin. One, deterring Soviet expansionism. So 1949. So this was after world war Two, and it was the beginning of the cold war mm-hmm. so we were against russia heavily at this time and you know we went through a 49 59 69 79 89 we went through 40 years of a cold war before the berlin wall mm-hmm. fell so the number one goal on on nato's list uh, in the beginning was deterring soviet expansionism number two was Forbidding the revival of national militarism in Europe through a strong North American presence on the continent. And three, encouraging European political integration. So those are the goals of NATO, or they were, and um, generally they still are, I guess, somewhat, because Russia is not a member of NATO and neither is China, Mm -hmm. uh, which obviously Russia... Is a pretty huge nation. It's got the biggest landmass besides, I'm pretty sure Russia has the biggest landmass of any country. I, I don't know. I, I could be wrong. But it's not, you know, it's not a continent, but Russia is a gigantic country as far as landmass goes. Mm-hmm. Na- Russia and China are not a part of NATO. Okay. So basically everything NATO does, they are kind of trying to counter Russia, Russia and China. To, to be, like, the leaders of the free world, basically. It's like... So that's why whenever they say the West, oftentimes they're talking about NATO because the West... Like, here, we got a globe right here. Here's Russia. Here's China. All of these... Lots of these countries in Europe are a part of NATO, including the U.S., Canada, and lots of countries in South America, lots of countries in Africa. Uh, so whenever they say the West, they're, they're talking about... um you know, that's what they mean when they say the West.
1: When uh, China and Russia say the West. Yeah. They're talking, or just about, in, they're gen- talking about NATO and NATO, well, essentially us. And yeah, America.
0: all the people who are, like, against them. Okay. Pretty much. Yeah, so um, NATO is also a part of, uh, recently, in in the last 30, 40 years, has been involved in lots of controversial um, actions uh, to include Bulgaria and... Uh, what was that country where there was a huge genocide? Bosnia. Bosnia Herzegovina and and Bulgaria, I think. Uh during the late nineties, early two thousands, there was a genocide going on in I think it was in um what countries did I just say? Bulgaria. Bosnia. 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 Yeah. I believe there was a genocide going on in Bosnia and NATO was intervened. With the U.S. and, you know, all the members of NATO intervened in Bosnia, putting an end to the genocide, basically. Mm-hmm. But there was lots of other questionable shit that happened during that time with NATO countries. Uh, lots of uh, things, uh, possible war crimes. and uh, Actually, my squad leader, one of my squad leaders when I was in the army, had been deployed to Bosnia and supposedly had a confirmed kill because he was a sniper. In Bosnia, I I don't know that I think it was all bullshit, but everyone was always um thought he was the shit because he had he was the only person to have a confirmed kill prior to nine eleven, so we weren't at war, you know, really before then. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, NATO is uh, often viewed as an aggressor um, because we NATO countries go into smaller countries and topple the dictator and install our own person we want to charge Mm -hmm. you know like libya afghanistan iraq uh all these countries um most of them have been at the hands of nato Mm -hmm. ultimately with with the united states in charge um so lots of people hate nato Mm uh and lots of people view nato as either pointless or um lots of politicians, including Donald Trump, view NATO as um unfair to the United States because to be in NATO, each country is supposed to give two percent of their GDP towards defense spending. What is GDP? Gross domestic domestic product. Okay. So like a each country has a certain a budget, like mm-hmm. a a yearly budget that they they're supposed to spend money on. Um, To be a member of NATO, you have to spend at least 2% of your GDP on defense, um, or else you can't be a member. At least that's what they say. But the United States spends like 50 times more than any other countries that are in NATO. So NATO is kind of seen as like a US-led organization.
1: Yeah, that's good. I mean...
0: Which is true. I mean,
1: I don't, because I don't understand all the inner workings of this, but just being a layman and what you just said, to me, that sounds like, so even amongst a thing where they're supposed to be equal and helping each other out, the U.S. has to be the ruler of it by doing that. That's, I mean, it sounds, that's the way it sounds. uh,
0: It's not that they have to be, but that is how it is because. Right,
1: I'm not saying that they have to, they're choosing to because they have a big fucking head just. You know, whatever. Right. Like that's uh, the way it sounds
0: like the U.S. uh, comparatively, I think I can't remember what the amount that we spend more on our defense than like uh, 90 percent of other NATO members uh, combined. So, you know, like Germany and Romania, Bulgaria, um, Belgium, all these countries are, are really small. Their GDP is way less. Right. Um, but even then, they still don't spend...
1: So the U.S. has to come and big dick everything, basically? Bas-
0: pretty much, okay. basically. And, and uh, so so the U.S. pretty much, um, at, at least in, in my point of view and lots of people's point of view, runs NATO. Right. And the other member countries kind of just Are do, compliant do whatever NATO, whatever the U.S. says as far as NATO. That That's why lots of countries were pissed during the Iraq war, because lots of NATO member countries... Joined in to um going to Iraq by mm-hmm. like Canada and uh Germany, all these other countries, which the people ha- did not want to go, send their troops to right. Iraq because what the fuck did does Iraq have to do with Germany or Canada? Right, nothing. <laughs> you know,
1: but to keep the
0: but to keep it's an it's a member right. group. So, so if one country, the peace, yeah, then
1: they got to do it. Barely. Yeah, if one
0: country goes to war, at least they're supposed to, or or the thought is. Everyone helps out, right. like a gang, basically. Right. Like, you can't just let your one gang member get jumped while everyone's standing around watching. You're supposed to help, um, I guess. But anyway, yeah, so lots of people view NATO as either pointless, unfair, or as just straight up the face of the New World Order. Because it's... Obviously, it's a group that is worldwide. Right. That is aimed at... Supposedly keeping the peace, at least that's what they're. The point of the North Atlantic Treaty keeping Organization the is to the peace. Starting wars, yeah, that's keep, yeah, fun. <laughs> keeping the peace by constantly being involved in wars. Right. Anyway, so that's that's NATO. Um, I'm sure anyone listening can can do a history of NATO, which I did actually when I was on the website of NATO. Um, you can spend hours on NATO's website just learning about everything that NATO has done from the beginning. They got a shitload of info on there. So I recommend everyone just check out NATO's website, learn about NATO if you never learned about it or never heard of it, and then that will help you (laughs) with this episode because you might need a slight amount of background, but, you know, we just gave you a little bit, so there you go. Um, So, yeah, the point, here's, now now we're going to get into the actual document. Uh, The point of the Science and Technology uh, Trends document, 2020 to 2040, Um, Provides an assessment of emerging or disruptive science and technology. Emerging um, or disruptive sciences and technologies. And their potential impact on NATO military operations. Defense capabilities. And political decision space. So I I got this purely off, off of the document. I just copy and pasted what I just said. So their goal of this document is to provide an assessment t- uh, about the possibilities of emerging or disruptive science and technologies.
1: So kind of like what we were talking about the other day, do you think maybe about like the internet, how the internet's unsafe because it's breaching protocols and it's spreading false information and whatever. So do you think that's probably part of something?
0: I think um- so. And I I did write that down later. I think I ta- I I wrote that down as part of a, possibly why the facebook thing happened i think it right. it might be similar to what what they're trying to combat
1: yeah because now they're going to come out and be like well the internet's not safe because now it's people are uh being able to access it and knowing what we're doing and then every american citizen is spreading false information and blah 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 so we need to take this shit down betcha that's yeah that's going to be a goal for sure
0: yeah uh, one thing i highlighted mm-hmm. here during this little uh thing is they're um they want to, this document is an assessment of emerging and disruptive technologies and their potential impact on NATO military operations, defense capabilities, and political decision space. I found this interesting wording. They're worried about emerging or disruptive technologies um, in the political decision space.
1: Right. What does that mean? It means exactly what you think it means. I right. can already see your wheels turning and it's basically what we just said. They're going to take down the internet because of false information due to political bullshit and what I, you know what I mean? Like, they're going to be like, oh, well, they're not buying our bullshit um, and they're spreading this shit around Facebook and blah, blah, blah on Instagram. So we better, we better nip that in the butt because I can't tell you how many groups I've seen. I'm actually a part of some that are private, you know, well, I mean, they're really not private, but they're private. They're just a group of us who go on against- Facebook. Well, one's on Instagram and oh. then, and whatever, but, but yeah, who like, you know, we kind of like rally together and share that information that we're finding before it gets taken down. So there's actually a good group of us that are like, okay, share it as much as you can to whoever you can before they take it down and blah, blah, blah. So we've seen these things and share them. Yeah. you got to get
0: screenshots and all these different types of things right, b- before they it. get scrubbed off the internet. And- exactly.
1: So now that they're realizing that the internet hasn't helped them and it's actually hurting them because people are waking up and realizing the shit that's going on and that we get it we're not idiots anymore you know because there is a way to share it there is a way there's proof everywhere right you know so now that they know that now they have to backpedal and do something about it so that's in my opinion that's my interpretation of political decision space that's
0: kind of what i thought fucking stupid I, i i wrote this down i find this particularly interesting because they they're worried about making sure that politics can continue on unfettered even despite the will of the people they don't specifically say that but it seems like that that's implied between the lines that they're worried about emerging technologies or disruptive technologies that will hinder their ability to conduct politics the way they want to conduct them yeah you know imagine with it, all of
1: us being blind basically right
0: like we they they need people to just um think that they're electing the leaders that they supposedly voted for and that everything is going hunky-dory and that they don't want anyone to know that oh actually we we had we had groomed this politician for years we chose him to be come your leader we rigged the system so that they would win and now they're your
1: they've already done that
0: yeah they, they that's what they do and that's what they've been doing for decades and decades and uh, they need that to continue on because that helps their agenda. It's e- it's easier for them to deal with politicians who are on board with their agenda.
1: Right, or who could <laughs> be bought off or whatever the situation may be.
0: Right. Um, the next po- portion is uh, the report aims to assist current and future military and civilian decision makers in understanding uh, emerging and disruptive technologies. In particular, it focuses on why EDTs so EDTs is just an acronym for Emerging and Disruptive Technologies. Okay. Why EDTs are important to future alliance activities, how they are expected to develop over time, and what this will mean to the alliance from an operational, organizational, and, and, or enterprise perspective. So that's the aim of the, of the report. Uh, over the next 20 years, four overarching characteristics can be expected to define many key advanced military technologies, so when I read this document um it made sense to me because I've read a lot of military manuals, like um the sniper handbook mm-hmm. uh ranger handbook you know there there's shitloads of of army documents that you read when you're in the army or in the military, and they're written a certain way and they they use a lot of acronyms. Mm-hmm. And it, a lot of the things they say in there, they don't break down what they mean because they assume the reader is someone. Educated in that. Order. Yeah. Like the, anyone who's reading this document, they assume their their target audience for this document is high-level military leaders, high-level politicians, high-level decision makers, policy makers.
1: Right. Who already know all this lingo. Who and already whatever.
0: know. And, and they're already read in on all kinds of different classified. Well, yeah, I mean, it's the same
1: thing in the medical system, like, you know, not everybody knows what NPO means, you know, it's something stupid simple, but, you know, unless you know what it means, you what just does don't know what it means, it means not by mouth.
0: No. <laughs> NBO. NPO. Not by mouth?
1: Yeah, I, I know, it sounds dumb. So it's
0: not literally no, an acronym right. for that?
1: Not, not, yeah, but when they write that, that's what they mean, they don't want anyone, they don't want that patient to have anything by mouth. You know, just little things like that. Oh, not
0: prescribed orally.
1: Yeah, there you go. But you know what I mean? Like, it's not, um, unless you like know, you know. Right, yeah,
0: I have no clue. Like So So, that's similar to this document. There's lots of acronyms that you would never fucking know what the hell they meant unless you were already a a general or a high-level military leader. Or I understood a lot of it just purely from reading so many damn different types of manuals and uh, um, different books that I've read over the years. But yeah, so over the next 20 years, four overarching characteristics can be expected to define many key advanced military technologies. Um, The first one is intelligent. Um, They expect that... um, So each one of these, there's their bullet points. And then they describe each bullet point further. This is
1: what they want or they don't want?
0: This is just... They're just giving a what they think is going to happen. Okay. This okay. is this their their the whole thing of this whole mm. document is they are trying to guess what's going to happen over the next 20 years so they
1: can combat it so basically.
0: they can counter it. Okay. So that they so that NATO is able to continue fighting wars right with the right technology, you know. Okay. So in my mind when I'm reading this I'm thinking it's like if we're in the year 2000 and we're trying to figure out over the next 20 years how is technology going to change? Mm-hmm. You know, so from the year 2000 to 2020, we went through a massive change in, in technology, technology right? that, that highly affected the battlefield and just political and, and everything.
1: Everyday, everyday life, too. Right. For we went from no,
0: no one having a cell phone to everyone and their brother having a cell phone. And we went from the Internet being not used at all to the Internet being used by everyone. And for
1: everything. For
0: everything. And they have access to the Internet. Uh, on their person, everywhere they go, right. by w- with the means of of a cell phone,
2: right?
0: Uh, which that creates a lot of uh, possibilities for lots of different things to happen militarily, uh, you know, to try to combat. Right. So uh, all the things they're talking about, they're they're trying to tell, uh, guess what what will happen in the future, and then figure out ways to combat it.
1: But are they really guessing, or do they know? I mean, you know what I mean, like <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. If they're guessing some of this stuff. My assumption is they already know this shit's coming, and that's what this is about. This is like, hey, this is what's going to happen. This, cause they, I mean, they've probably been right thus far about technology, and so or otherwise this wouldn't be a, a document at all. Yeah. You know what I mean? So anyway, sorry, keep going.
0: Yeah, so the first one is intelligent, and then it says, exploit integrated AI, which is AI as artificial intelligence, knowledge-focused analytic capabilities. And symbiotic AI human intelligence to provide disruptive applications across the technological spectrum.
1: So they're expecting robots, basically. Or something to do with us and taking our brain to
0: to do something with. So that's the first one, intelligent. Next one, interconnected. Exploit the network of virtual and physical domains, including networks of sensors, organizations, individuals, and autonomous agents linked via new encryption methods, and distributed ledger technologies. So I highlighted in here individuals and autonomous agents. What is an autonomous agent?
1: Uh, I would assume a person.
0: It could be a person, or it could be an autonomous agent like a robot. Uh,
1: Well, it does say individuals, which I would assume would be us. Right. And autonomous, but I was thinking autonomy, which, you know
0: you control your own self.
1: Right, you can tr- That's what I was thinking. So, um yeah, it could be.
0: Yeah, and I, especially
1: since the very first bullet point is intelligence, which is talks about AIs. Yeah. So then they're talking about individuals and or
0: autonomous agents which AIs. could be a robot.
1: <laughs> right. Okay.
0: Okay, next one is distributed, employed decentralized and ubiquitous large-scale sensing, storage and computation. To achieve new disruptive effects and digital, which is the next one, is digital digitally blend human, physical, and information domains to support novel disruptive effects. What
1: the fuck does that mean? So it doesn't sound good, whatever it is.
0: They're pretty much predicting that in the future there will be large scale. Um, ubiquitous means. You um, like cell phone usage right now is ubiquitous. Mm-hmm. It's used by everyone. Mm-hmm. So they're they're saying that over the next twenty years there will be ubiquitous large scale sensing, storage and computation. See, so they are
1: censoring everything.
0: No sensing.
1: Oh, sensing.
0: So like sensors everywhere. Uh, what I'm um thinking, what they're trying to say but they're not saying it is. Right now, we have an, an enormous amount of sensors that, that f- feed information to two locations um, via the Internet. So we've got a cell phone in our pocket that is feeding information from our cell phone to our, serv- to our router. Our router is sending that information to the uh, Internet server service provider. That's all going into a system. It's all being... Log.
1: Processed and logged and and gone through yeah. right
0: and virtually everything we own and have right now in our house, not us, but a lot of the of the U.S. and the world are multiple different types of sensors that are that's sending information through a router through Wi-Fi back to servers and being stored somewhere. Lots of information. Uh, an Alexa, your smart uh, doorbell, mm-hmm. your um. Everything, your dishwasher, your, your thermostat is controlled by Wi-Fi with your phone that you can, you know, all these things are sensors that are sending information to somewhere.
2: Right.
0: So what I, what I think they're trying to say is that the ubiquitous large scale sensing, storage and computation, um, that's all going to be, imagine how it is right now. Mm-hmm. In 20 years, it might be so unbelievable that maybe your cup will be attached to Wi-Fi so you can cool and heat your cup by means of the internet. You know, everything will be... Because that's where the technology is heading. Everything is heading towards not being just um, nothing. Like, everything is headed towards being smart. Air quotes, smart. Mm-hmm. So... Which is
1: making us dumb.
0: Right. It, it's taking all the control mm-hmm. and all the all the menial tasks, all the... The daily things of life, it's turning it into being controlled by um the internet. Uh and all of this is being funneled into a server and going back somewhere. And all this information is being used against us or maybe not against us, but being used to try to sell us shit. Mm-hmm. You know? Everything is being recorded uh, your your daily life is being unbelievably recorded mm-hmm. uh, and then they take all that information and then they decide what to show you to better get you to buy things they want you to buy mm-hmm. based on what you've inputted into the system. So we're inputting stuff into the system daily with all kinds of different means. We're telling the Alexa, Alexa, play Baby Got Back. Now you're, you've just told Amazon that you like the song Baby Got Back. And now they know. So they can suggest a, that you buy Sir mix CD. And they'll show you that information on your cell phone, on your mm-hmm. computer, in your email, possibly. Who knows? So they're, they're basically saying that in the future, there's going to be large-scale ubiquitous sensing, storage, and computation that is going to achieve new disruptive military effects. and then it'll all be digital everything is already digital everything's turning digital anyway and then everything will be digitally they'll digitally blend human physical and information domains to support novel disruptive effects
1: see that part to me sounds like they're gonna take even us and somehow make us digital that's what it sounds like when they say that
0: right and if they do that dumb chip
1: thing that would be it. We'd be technically digital. We'd be connected to literally everything. Right.
0: That's what I mean. Right. So after, Mm -hmm. after that, the next, uh, portion is the following synergies and interdependencies are projected to be highly influential for the development of future military capabilities. Um, so data, AI autonomy, that's another bullet point. The synergistic combination of autonomy big data, and, and AI using intelligent, widely distributed, and cheap sensors alongside autonomous entities, physical or virtual, See? will leverage new technologies and methods to yield a potential military strategic and operational decision advantage.
1: So they are trying to make us something.
0: Well, it's not that they're saying that they're trying to make people this they're just that's saying that they, like. they they that's what they think is going to happen regardless of you know it's like the chicken before the egg or what came first or did did the did, did the discovery of copper lead to but if they're, cell phones but i'm
1: saying if they're predicting this they've probably already done it and know it's possible you know Possibly. what i mean yeah so i don't know this don't sound good okay keep going.
0: next one data ai biotechnology so the, the other one bio biotechnology, AI in concert with big data will contribute to the design of new drugs, purposeful genetic modifications, direct manipulation of biochemical reactions and living sensors.
1: See, <laughs> we are a living sensor. Right,
0: right. So they're saying that there will be everything will be connected to the Internet, everything. You know, to the design of new drugs, purposeful genetic modifications, Fuck that. direct manipulation, direct manipulation of biochemical reactions. So what is, they're saying, direct manipulation of biochemical reactions. What are, does that mean? Thought control, mind control.
1: It could. Um, I mean, a
0: bio, bio What is, what is a biochemical reaction? I
1: don't know. I don't
0: know. Like okay. a human chemical reaction would be like a thought or like I'm thinking I want some water so I'm going to go get some or no I'm I have a feeling of anger and I'm going to jump up and down cuz I'm so angry are they are they saying that
1: Yeah okay so this is what biochemical what the actual um definition is relating to the chemical processes and substances which occur within living organisms That's us man
0: Yeah so they they're they're thinking that within the next 20 so this is from 2020 to 2040 They're thinking within the next 20 years that there will be direct manipulation of biochemical reactions and living sensors. Meaning, yeah,
1: they're coming after us. They they
0: predict that the internet and all the sensors that we have got going on will be able to be controlled by whoever wants to control them.
1: But think about this for a second. Okay, say they do whatever it is that they do, whether it's a chip, whether it's a... I don't know what, a brain thing, whatever. Say they do this, and it's amazing, okay? Because you just have to think it, and boom, you got fucking McDonald's in your room. Or, you know, whatever. You think it, and a fucking genie appears. Whatever the fuck you, you, whatever. But, now, they have access to you through this. Right. So, one flip of a fucking switch, and you're off doing God knows what. You know what I mean? You're not even you anymore. So that's the problem with this that's the pro- that's why I don't understand how people don't understand how a fucking chip in your body is wrong. Like how do you not at this stage of life comprehend that? like yeah, the conveniency would be amazing. How cool, great Ugh. but <laughs> they could control you at any given time. First of all, they could literally just drop you dead if they wanted to. Who knows that that thing doesn't have fucking poison in it, and
0: boom. Right. You're... Or they just
1: explode it, and your brain explodes. Who, who knows what they could do? Yeah. So while, yes, it's awesome most of the time, and you got all these cool abilities and whatever, but all it takes is one flip of a switch, one person to fuck it up, or one malfunction of that thing, and you're done. Or you're not even you anymore. You don't even know. Good Lord. That's... <sighs> People are stupid. We're stupid. Right. We're not stupid, but you know what I mean. The people who aren't there yet, the people who aren't getting it, like, come on, man.
0: Well, it's just logically, the the way that things have moved in the last 20 years, the, the next logical progression <sighs> is what they're saying. And I think that the the average person is... Not really cares. not really thinking about that, but they're just accepting the new technology, and yeah, because they
1: think it's cool and whatever, but they're only thinking of it from one perspective, which is, oh, look what I can do now, right, look look at this, I, I can do this now, oh, okay, whatever, you know, they're not thinking of it, oh, as one day like, it oh, can be used maliciously,
0: yeah, it's a two way street, like like right now we've got the computer, and I can use the computer to find information. Uh, But also, the computer can send information from me to there, and vice versa, and they could take the information.
1: Well, and remember that one time that we, so at our old house, we didn't have a TV in our room, but we had the computer upstairs, and we would shut it down every night. Well, it was off, but the fucking camera light was on, and that made no sense, because the computer was off, and I woke up to that fucking green light, and I woke you up, and we're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like... Somebody could have, just like, you know, you hear horror stories once in a great while about someone tapping into a fucking baby monitor or something. People can tap into your computers too if they want, and they were just fucking watching us sleep. Like...
0: Or something was going on.
1: Right. But you know what I mean? Like, it's that off chance but it could easily happen. It's so easy because technology is corruptible. Technology can be hacked. You cannot be hacked. At least Not Not yet. yet. Exactly. Not yet. But there is that flip side to it you know it's just anyway i'm done ranting continue i don't like this
0: right yeah so that's uh, the next thing they're talking about space uh so they they uh, predict that space will be uh another area for all the sensors you know um so they start talking about this space quantum space-based quantum sensors facilitated by quantum key distribution communication will lead to an entirely different class of sensors suitable for deployment on satellites. Um, Increasingly commercial, smaller, lower power, more sensitive, and more distributed space-based sensor networks enabled by quantum sensors will be an essential aspect of the future military ISR. Um, ISR means intelligence, surveillance, reconnaissance, architecture in 20 years. So then after that, I wrote Elon Musk satellites. So... Remember when I was a camping with Connor and I, I'm like, man, I saw those UFOs. There's like 50 of them in a line, and then you're like, oh no, uh, it's just Elon Musk launching all those satellites. Yeah, I saw into that orbit. Like,
1: the next day or whatever. Yeah.
0: So right now they're putting a shitload of things in orbit, uh, for all kinds of who knows what the real reason is, but in the future. Maybe um not only will we have the our little sensors here and in our house and um uh and around the atmosphere, but they'll be in space too, which if there's satellites and sensors in space, it makes it easier for them to target things on the ground so imagine if you're a living sensor and they can um manipulate your biochemical reactions that's basically saying that they could remotely hack into your body anywhere on earth you can't you would never you wouldn't be able to hide anywhere
1: right. yeah because you'd just be a number essentially I mean, like 2042b yeah, or yeah, whatever like, and we need to activate him to go slaughter a bunch of people or, or go do this anything. or yeah exactly or you know, do a bombing or go jump off a cliff or who, or here, let's, um, see what happens now. Cause now we're just lab rats, you know? So let's see if we inject them with this disease, what happens, you know, because we could do that now through technology, yeah, who through Fi exactly through Wi Fi we could make them do anything, get anything, have anything, you know what I mean? Like, yeah but you wouldn't even be you, you wouldn't be in control of you anymore if they didn't want you to be.
0: Right and right, like right now, we have the ability to hide. We mm-hmm. want I mean, it's if possible. You can uh, strip yourself down mm-hmm. of no electronics. You can go in the middle of the mm-hmm. desert, the mountains, the ocean, and you are now no one mm-hmm. uh, because you have. How are they going to find you? Uh, the only way they can find you is by the old methods, which it would be sleuthing. You know, they'd have to go interview people. They'd have to put real people on the ground to go find where the hell you are.
1: And do some actual legwork. Yeah.
0: yeah they, you know, that's how they used to do things back in the day. But uh, the future that they're predicting, they wouldn't have to do any of that. Right. All they would have to do so... is just type in your fucking, your uh, ISP address, which is you. Yep. And like, oh, he's at the bottom of the ocean in a submarine. Okay.
1: Blow that He's up. He's dead. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Or, and I bet you too, they'll they'll do something, I don't know, I don't know exactly what it'd be, but they'll have some excuse like, oh, well now we can uh, catch criminals immediately because we'll know exactly where they're at. So that'll be like an incentive to have people get it. Like, look, you know, say someone kidnaps your kid, we'll be able to find your kid immediately. Say uh, someone murdered your brother, Uh, we'll find him like that, you know? Like, right will know exactly where he is. So they're going to have some sort of weird ass. Like the
0: movie a Minority Report.
1: I've never seen it. But.
0: With Tom Cruise. That he. The, in the future. In the movie. They. They're able to. Predict. Crime.
1: Before they happen. Before it
0: happens. by By having. They have like. A limited access to the future. Like 24 hours access to the future. So they. See. What will happen in the future. Then they go arrest that person. Before it happens. Mm-hmm. Um. It's a similar concept. To what they're saying here. Um. It just, you know, if they're talking about this, maybe um, in, within the next 20 years or the next 40 years, the act, the ability to skip forward and backwards in time, I mean, that's just, that's the next logical step after what they're saying here. I mean, right now we can't do lots of things.
1: That you know of, that right, we know of. that
0: we know of as civilians and and, and non... I bet all
1: that shit's already done and real. That's why they're, you know, baby steps because they got to ease us into it. You know. Yeah.
0: But yeah, um, pretty scary, weird, interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, the uh, next little section here. NATO, as an alliance of like-minded countries, strives for peace, security, and stability across the Euro-Atlantic area. It continues to provide the essential framework for defense and security collaboration across the operational spectrum, be it collective defense, crisis management, or cooperative security, but today's NATO faces a dangerous, unpredictable, and fluid security environment with existential challenges and threats from all strategic directions, including state and non-state actors, near-peer military forces, cyber threats, space, terrorism, hybrid warfare, and information operations. So then, after reading that, I I wrote this down. Seems like NATO is worried about the possibility of regular people with too much access to EDTs, emerging or disruptive technologies, leading to a crisis in their collective minds. Areas that are especially interesting in terms of the general public are cyber threats, hybrid warfare, and information operations. With the use of EDTs and the ability to directly affect major member nations with easy access to the Internet, I'm sure NATO was concerned about the, this becoming possible from non-state actors, i.e., us. We're not—we're non-state actors. Yeah. A state actor would be a government. Yeah. They, you know, in quotation mark, quotation marks, can't allow the internet and the ease of information flow to become greater in the next 20 years because that could lead to regular people majorly disrupting nation states with relative ease. One cyber attack on a nation's power grid could lead to World War III or worse. Virtually everything is connected to the internet right now. Mm-hmm. So our collective infrastructure is extremely fragile. EDTs in the hands of adversaries or anyone really could drastically change our way of life in a very short period of time. So this Q Facebook whistleblower. Interestingly enough, the thought to curtail the use of Facebook and companies like it by censoring their harmful content and unfettered use of misinformation is possibly being used. To usher in a restriction on the use of inter- of the internet, which according to this document might be too dangerous for nation states in the next 20 years. We don't want people to be able to freely associate online and create a new world order that they, quotation marks, wouldn't want. One that has freedom at the forefront. So, mm-hmm. like right now, it's possible right now, if we started right now today mm-hmm. and we decide... You know what? We don't like the way the future is going. We we don't want to be a part of this. This all sounds bad. Mm-hmm. Let's take our technology that we've created. Let's make it so instead of having security and um, convenience be the point, let's let's make freedom and peace the point of our new technology. Mm-hmm. Um, They don't want that. They
1: have to change the wording though, so it sounds good to people.
0: Right. They 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 wouldn't want people to do that. Mm -hmm. So I think that's why, um, like with this Facebook whistleblower and all the other types of things that have happened in the recent in the recent past, um, are the reasons why that they're um possibly going to block the internet from being used because, as it stands right now, we we have the possibility to stop this from happening right now if we wanted mm-hmm. like in uh, terminator um they went back to whatever year 1997 or i can't remember the exact date but they went to go kill the maker of the first chip that um enabled artificial intelligence because if that chip never would have been made it would have slowed down the progress of technology you know because that chip led to massive uh, technological advance which led to AIs and robots killing everyone Mm -hmm. (laughs) in the movie. Mm -hmm. So I think right now we're kind of at at that stage uh, in the movie of Terminator. So at
1: some point Arnold's going to come back and he's going to whoop all our asses and be like...
0: Right, like that's why in Terminator 1 Arnold Schwarzenegger went back to 1984 to kill John Connor in the womb because John Connor was going to become the rebel leader that was fighting the robots. Mm-hmm. So they wanted to just go kill him yeah. because they had access to uh, the past and the future.
2: Right.
0: Um, that's why in Terminator 2, he comes back and tries to save John, you know, uh, so he will be still become the, the leader fighting against the uh, robots. Mm-hmm. I think we're at that stage right now in, in time. <laughs> uh, and we're on the precipice of. A new future. And if we just l- let the future happen without us doing anything um, within the next 20 years. So 20 years from now. 34, 44, 54. By the time I'm 54 and you're 53, we might be living in a world where our own minds can be hacked by whoever wants to hack them. And we have no autonomy or any mm-hmm. anything. Right, um, and yeah, uh, I don't know. I, I don't want that to happen.
1: Well, I don't either, <laughs> but that's the thing. They do it slowly and whatever. And then I don't even know. Cause sometimes I feel like most of the world is awake and then there's other times where I'm just mind blown and I'm like, wow, nobody's, nobody's, nobody gets it. Nobody cares. Nobody, or whatever, you know? So it's hard.
0: Uh, right. Cause right now, right now, and this has been, been the, the, the saying for people, for you know, I, I've been uh, in this frame of mind for a long time at this point. I, I Since at least 2008, I have been in this mo- mind of, I, I'm going to go against the system. I don't want to do what everyone's doing. So when cell phones first became a thing, uh, or like smartphones, I just refused to get one. Because in my mind, I had no need for one and i am good i i all I, need, I don't need i don't need access to facebook twitter youtube i can just use my computer later if i need to mm-hmm. look something up i have no need for this but now we're you know 2008 when did i get the first smartphone oh, a couple like years ago 3 years ago it, it you know it took me that long to get one but in the future it's not going to be possible to not have what exists Mm -hmm. like right now if you want to watch a movie on vhs you have to really want to watch it on vhs Mm -hmm. you got to go buy a vhs player
1: well guess what we have two
0: right we're you know we're way different than most people but you can't just watch a vhs it's much easier to just buy a smart tv Mm -hmm. Uh, everyone that's the standard right now everyone has smart tvs And everyone just uses the Alexa or their little remote with a microphone on it Mm -hmm. to tell the TV what to do without having to... God forbid you press a a button Mm -hmm. or or search for something. You have to just say it. Constantly on this fucking TV. It's... Well, as I'm typing in something, it's saying, just tell Alexa to find this. It'll be much faster. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's like, I don't want to tell Alexa what to do because I don't want my voice... To be recognized.
1: Well, not only that, like I don't want to talk to the bitch.
0: Yeah, like I just want like to who do. Who is she? Who I want, is she
1: anyway? Yeah, I want Wait, to do my own she?
0: thing. I, I don't care what Alexa has to say, what Alexa thinks. You know, fuck, fuck you, Alexa. I don't care what you say. I want to watch what I want to watch. I don't want to watch what you're suggesting because what you're suggesting is, is bullshit, and it's it's only a status quo type things. Mm-hmm. They're never gonna suggest, hey, uh, Derek, Alexa suggests that you. Um, fight the government. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Hey, Alexa suggests, put the remote down, you fat lard, and go outside (laughs) and go for a five mile run. You're so fat. Please stop watching. Please.
1: (laughs) It's time to be done now.
0: They're not suggesting that. They're suggesting that you just sit there for hours on end, wasting your time and destroying your mind. So, um, I don't even know what the point of why. Oh, because, uh, they, some people will resist technology but at a, at a certain point it becomes impossible to resist and right, still yeah. live in the society right like right now if i want to have a job i can have a job with a, with a um flip phone mm-hmm. but it's much harder um because you you know your boss might need a picture of something while you're at work to describe what you're trying to do or you might need to send an email to your boss with documents in it to sign on the go. Um and if you don't have a smartphone, you're just you're not as good of an employee in their mind as, as someone who has a uh, flip phone. Obviously they can't make you buy a smartphone.
1: Right. Some companies oh cuz I had uh there was a job like that or whatever, but they they just gave you like a phone or whatever, or you could get a phone. Right. If you had that position, they would just give you a phone to use for right. that. Right. You know, that they would give out. So
0: Yeah, so at some point it might become impossible to not use this technology. And I think within the next 20 years, um, all these things they're talking about in this document are going to become impossible not Mm -hmm. to have and still live in society. So yeah, the next thing is... Oh, this next part, I found this very disturbing, the way they talk about it. Um, So, you know, I just... I read the whole do- document and I just pasted things in that I found interesting. Um, so the next one is uh, digital um, blending of the human, physical, and information domains to create new physiological, psychological, social, and cur- cultural realities. Digital oh my God. digital twin, a digital simul simulacrum of physical biological or information entities digitally linked often in near real time to the original supporting predictive analytics experimentation and assessment
1: are they creating a digital clone of people
0: yeah so what i think they're trying to say is that in the future each person will have a digital twin that exists in virtual reality, you know, it's actually you, but you will exist also in this virtual system because of all, all the information you've given to the system, there's a profile of you that they can, you know, if they use artificial intelligence and uh, machine learning and all these different things, they can take all of your information that you've freely given to the system to to the controllers, and they can create a digital version of you online that exists only online, and they can kind of use that and and um predict what you'll do in reality based on all the things that you've freely given to them, and then this use computers to predict how you will act based on all kinds of raw data that you've given. You know, they've got your voice commands. They know the times of day that you do things based on the inputs you've given. You've given everything to them. They know everything. Uh, the only thing they don't know right now is what's in your mind. Like, they can't, right, right now, they can't go in your mind and see Why what's Why would in you there.
1: want, I don't get the purpose of so what would be the point of a digital twin?
0: I don't know. It's not about wanting or not wanting. I, they're just saying what know, they but believe what, to be.
1: I know, but even from like a, like a, their standpoint, like what would be the, what would be the benefit to having one of them? The only thing that I could see is like, if they were trying to go AI, if we could, you know, just, there's some movie about this too, where you basically like download yourself into this virtual world because You know, maybe it's saving space on the planet, but there you are, because there's infinite amount of space in a virtual reality situation. Right. If you're essentially living online, so I could see something like that, but what would be its purpose? What would be the purpose of this digital twin? I don't understand because just to predict what you would do in real life, that doesn't make sense to me. Like, I think
0: I I think they're just predicting that that is what is going to happen, and I think the concept is is the same that we have right now. We just don't think of it like as the same. So right now, me and you are alive. Mm -hmm. We're free humans. We exist. We can do anything we want Mm -hmm. if we wanted to. Mm -hmm. But there's also this other version of us that exists on on paper that is also us. Our social security number, Mm -hmm. our birth certificate, our driver's license, our mortgage statement. There's this, not digital, it's a
2: Paper, paper
0: trail of our existence and it can be used or not like you if you want to do anything in society you have to produce these things right. to prove you exist even though i i exist yeah. i don't need a fucking birth certificate or a social security number i exist i'm good mm-hmm. i don't need anything but if you want to participate in society you have to show your birth certificate, your social security number to do things that they allow you to do. If you want to buy a piece of property, I can't just go out and stake a flag in the ground and then draw a line around a piece of land and say, this is Derek land. I own it. You know, if you want to buy a piece of property, you have to go to a a lender. You have to go to a realtor. You have to produce countless amounts of information. Mm-hmm. And uh, assuming that's all good, they'll allow you to own a piece of land for uh, the period of time that you're alive. Mm-hmm. Uh, once you're dead, then most likely it'll just go back to the bank or whoever, you know. Mm-hmm. It's not like you own it forever, for eternity. It's just uh, renting it, pretty much. So I think their their thoughts, of uh, their prediction of a digital twin will be similar to what we already have going on right now on our paper trail of a human. Mm -hmm. There'll be a digital version of yourself that exists, which that already exists right now. It's just not thought of that way. And it's not being used that way. Not at least by us. They're using this digital twin of us. The big, big tech and big data, big everything is using our digital signatures that we've, input it into the system to cause us to act a certain way to cause us to be a certain way and to make us do certain things to for them to better them um so yeah i think that's what they're talking about with this digital twin then the next thing is synthetic realities the creation of new perceived cognitive or physical realities based on the integration of psycho-socio-technical systems. Such realities may be augmented, virtual, social, or cultural in nature.
1: So they're basically like create a false world.
0: Yeah, like a digital world that you can exist in. But it's not real. But in in all... um.
1: But if we're digital, we're living in a digital world.
0: Right, like you could basically wake up... In your reality of your human body, as soon as you wake up, you could go take a piss, you know, because obviously your biological functions still will have to be met. You still need food and water, and you still got to piss See, I'm not thinking
1: that way. I'm thinking even more so, like, the way it sounds to me is, like, they're going to literally take people, download them into a virtual world, and then what? Get rid of, our bodies wouldn't be there anymore. Essentially, we'd be living in there. We'd wake up, essentially, in a computer, sort of to i don't know what create space on earth i don't know like it wouldn't room? it wouldn't know. be
0: real it would be a false world yeah it would
1: but we would think it's real because we are now in, in right
0: it. but if we're bodies are dead right now it's nothing it's just false reality that we're we're we're, we're dead and yeah, see, our I'm not souls that aren't, way. our souls aren't going into these fucking i know
1: but i'm thinking they're taking like us here and like just like in some of the movies is basically wake up in a computer your real body is dead and gone but you exist now in this other world mm-hmm. basically right you know and whatever because then they don't need you you don't have to be here like they could literally oh the baby's here okay download it quick oh body gone throw it in the river whatever you want to do with it you know what i mean like that's the way my brain is perceiving this probably not quite right but that's the way i'm interpreting this um, is that basically, yeah, once you're born, they'll download you somehow because now that they've got your basic shape and structure, even as an infant, they can predict exactly how you're going to look as an adult. They do it all the time with, you know, crime files and stuff with missing and exploited children and shit. Yeah, they can predict so, how
0: someone looks by based on their skull.
1: Exactly. So, I mean, even if they find a skeleton, they can remold that to see what they look like. I, that's what my brain is thinking, like, oh, uh, baby's born, okay, download it quick, bloop, whatever. And then eventually people won't be born anymore. They'll just be like digitally breeding kind of.
0: Right. Well, there'll be a reality Mm. that exists virtually, but there'll only be what, here's what I'm thinking that they're, that they're saying ultimately is that everyone over the next 20 years and beyond, we're going to be slow creeping into this new world. And, uh, the majority is going to be on board with this Mm
2: -hmm.
0: and everyone is going to download their thoughts into a virtual world so much so that people will start to live more in virtual reality than in, in regular reality, which that's already happening right now. People are living in reality like right now we're living in reality. But when we go out and do things, I am almost certain that some people go out of their house and do things purely to post that information online so that other people can see that they did it. Oh, for sure. And then that virtual, now you're creating a whole nother thing that never existed in actual reality, but you've put your experience online. Now other people can view that experience. Who knows what happened in the actual experience? This is all... Could be manufactured for all... Well, I mean,
1: yeah, like today, just as an example (laughs) of that, uh, we played the game Sorry, like, ten times with the kids. Um, I could take pictures of that and be like, oh, family game night, so much fun, love my kids, you know, whatever, but in reality, how much time did we spend with our daughter crying... Crying
0: while she wouldn't eat her asparagus. Yeah, she wouldn't eat her Um, asparagus
1: and... And, uh, anytime someone would send her back, you know, to the start, because that's the nature of the game, sorry, that's exactly what we do, shoot fucking whine about it, you know? So most of the time we're just sitting there like, oh my God, it's a fucking game, blah, blah, blah. But if I take a picture of it and put it on Facebook and say, oh, family game night, oh, I love my kids and whatever, you know, it looks like it was this really magical, fun-filled time, which don't get me wrong, it was fun playing with the kids but most of that time was spent like guys it's a game it's okay like stop whining there's no reason to whine about it we're just having a yeah, fun no time need to argue. no need to argue about it like blah, blah blah you know but that doesn't come through if I just take a snapshot of that time that we're spending together and put it on there with whatever fucking caption I want Right. I could have said anything you know and it That's that's what you know based on what it looks like you know, a picture's worth a thousand words, so they say. But yeah, but even that can be manipulated based on the right caption or the based on the right lighting and whatever. Right, you know. Right. So I think that's what that's what you mean, anyway.
0: Yeah. So right now we we already live in that it, it's not um, a hundred percent synthetic reality. Mm-hmm. We live in a fifty fifty percent
2: mm-hmm.
0: world right now, where people are living each day. They're really doing things. I mean, they're going out, they're working, they're coming home, but. A lot of the information that p- gets put into a virtual world um, is completely different than actual reality. And then there's lots of people who are spending shitloads of time um, digesting this virtual version of, of yeah. events. yeah, And they're living in that false reality more than they're living in, in actual reality. Mm-hmm. Right now. So what they're predicting is that there will be a new synthetic reality that is more popular than regular reality. Mm-hmm. Like you might, you can just wake, maybe you'll just wake up, put on your virtual reality headset.
1: And that's how you live your life And day. you'll
0: go to work in, in virtual reality. Mm-hmm. Like why do you have to leave your house to go to work? Oh my
1: God, it's wall That's what's happening. Remember that movie, Wally?
0: Yeah, I don't really remember the plot. Or remember when like they like with the little robot or something. Yeah, but they got
1: to find because the Earth's already destroyed, and they they have to find like something green for it to grow because that means you can go back to Earth. It's sustainable again. Well, they do, but the there's like a basically a gigantic spaceship with that's got left of mankind on it or whatever. But each person has their own little like drive aroundable pod thing where they're living in this virtual reality. And then remember, one of them crashes, and the lady's like what the hell, like, you know, like, oh, there is a world outside of this, you know, and whatever, you know, because they have, like, their online character, but realistically, while they're floating around that pod, they're overweight because they're eating McDonald's and whatever, but, you know, nobody knows that, like, they're basically, like, married to people who are fake because they look how they want them to look, they have a virtual self, and whatever, but they live in this like pod thing in real mm-hmm. life where they're overweight, they're sick, they're whatever. Yeah. But they're living online as these perfect happy whatever's, and that's how they work. That's how they live. That's how they do their day.
0: Right. You know. Yeah. So I think that in the future, that at least what they're predicting um is that you'll just be able to live most of the time in virtual reality. You can go to work in virtual reality. You can do virtually everything in virtual reality and never have to. Do anything
1: well. Think about that. They've already got a good head start because with the pandemic, um most people are working from home. A lot of places aren't even going back to work. um Shopping—you don't have to do your shopping anymore. Like everything is becoming, uh, yeah. Basically, stay in your home and don't do anything yeah, else. Don't stay in it. your
0: home. So I don't know if I, I, I,
1: maybe that's what they're doing. Maybe that's what this pandemic is—is is to get everybody home and start the virtual process, so you never have to leave.
0: Right. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I, what I'm thinking that that the, what they're thinking is that this is how the future is going to be for the next in the next twenty years or whatever. But I'm thinking that well, let, let's just hold off a second here because I, I I'm kind of getting ahead of myself here. Um, I just want to explain what I because I I had written all this stuff down and then I've got little explanations of what I thought. So after the digital twin and the synthetic realities, this is what I wrote. I found this digital twin business to be an interesting concept. How easy will it be in the future to just turn someone off who is deemed unacceptable? Just make it impossible for the person who is existing in actual reality to do anything in the matrix or the virtual reality so that they are essentially digitally killed. And because everything will be tied to the internet and virtual reality, it will be like a real death in actual reality. This might create a two-tiered level of society. One level are those who are acceptable and allowed to participate in society, which is predominantly online. And then the lower tier will will be those who still exist, but have failed to succumb to the powers that be. They are just turned off and not allowed to participate in society. This is similar to the vaccinated and unvaccinated. Maybe this whole virus business is just a ruse to get us used to... To othering a group. So, like, making another group, Mm -hmm. like, they're the enemy. In order to bring about the future reality where only those who listen to the powers that be will be allowed to participate in society.
1: So, you remember, what is that show? It's like Twilight Zone, Black Mirror, or whatever. Uh Remember that one episode where, like, basically, everything is done on your phone or whatever, but people get ratings, and once you get so low of ratings, like, I don't remember what happens to you. Something happens to you, but you're, you can't do anything. Like, you can't go to a coffee shop. You can't do nothing because your rating is so low because you didn't, um, comply with everyone else around you, or someone didn't like you that day, or whatever the fuck. Yeah. And if your rating got too low, you couldn't do anything. So, basically, yeah, it's like the same thing. See, Derek and I talk about this all the fucking time, how they're basically just telling us the truth in movies now. The news is fake, but movies are real. Right. So like every movie we watch we're like, "Oh my god, they're telling us about it now." So like yesterday we were we were flipping through something cuz we don't really watch TV that often, but we were flipping through something and the one of the captions was like what was it about? It was like lizard people and whatever. Oh, they
0: they made a new show on Netflix Ooh. and it's a cartoon and it, it appears to be that the entire premise of the show is like um conspiracy um cartoon so like lizard people run the government um yeah. the m- m- moon landing was faked there's deep underground military Which, bases
1: simultaneously right now on american horror story that's exactly what's happening the moon landing is fake there's already a treaty with aliens and blah blah blah, and that's why they come here and probe people because they're trying to make a hybrid a hybrid alien uh, and human
0: thing so that they can take over our planet and live on our planet, but then kill all the actual humans.
1: Right, exactly. So, But that's been going on for years and blah, blah, blah. So, like, simultaneously these two things, which kind of go hand in hand, come out at the same time, which I find very interesting. But, yeah, so Derek and I quote-unquote joke all the time that the movies and TV are, are real. They're, they're literally getting us used to these things by telling us the truth about them now. Uh, so they can eventually expose it or whatever. To to, and then we won't be shocked by it, you know. Um.
0: Yeah. So so maybe we talk about that all time. Maybe everything to do with this this last. Maybe in 2020 they decided. You know what? Let's just go for it. You know, I'm tired of slow playing this game. Let's just play it hard.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, you know, for for from 2000 till 2020, we were doing everything slow. Like let's slowly start using the internet. Let's slowly start using cell phones. I
1: mean, realistically, it really wasn't that slow, but, but it seems
0: slow. I mean, I guess I remember. Kind of, yeah. I remember being in high school, and I remember no one using phones or doing anything like that. That wasn't. I mean, I'm not that old. I'm only thirty four years old. This has happened over fifteen years.
1: Yeah, but realistically, for technology wise, that's really not that fast. Or I mean it is uh it is fast. Um, in my opinion, it's quite fast because again, they already had to know one about this technology before it just all of a sudden came out. Like how so that's what I'm getting at with this stupid document is that odds are they already know all this is very much tangible. Right. You know what I mean? And capable because they've already done it. Or they're um, doing it now. Right. Something like that. The just
0: don't know it or the or the things that they're doing are they're not being exposed quite yet, or they're doing it covertly. Right, or...
1: so like, you know, when the first car phone came out, it was this big, bulky fucking thing, whatever. And really not that much long afterwards, it came out like a regular flip phone. And then really not that long after that even came out a kind of a, sm- a little bit smarter phone than that. And then the, eventually the real smartphone, mm-hmm. which realistically, that wasn't a very um, yeah, long like gap of time. And they years. had to have already have known and completed this before that technology came out. So, how far in advance did they already know that it was possible, you know what I mean? Before before it came to us. Right. Probably a lot, you know? They probably are probably 50 50
0: to 100 years ahead. And they just release these magical things to us to get us to go where they want us to go. Right. Because they can't just say, okay, everyone is going to be killed. But before we kill you, we're going to download you into a virtual reality yeah. and uh, all the elites and all the people who matter, they're going to keep living on earth, mm-hmm. uh, doing whatever they want, but everyone else is going to be dead, but it's okay because you're going to be in a virtual reality. People obviously would not be on board with that if they, if they said right now and said, okay, tomorrow we're killing everyone, you know, today we're going to download you, tomorrow you're going to get killed. Yeah. People would say, uh, no, I don't want to do that. But if you did it over- t- thirty years, twenty thirty years fifty years, it's pretty easy to accept after a while to where the the original people who would have possibly said no, they're already so old or they've already died that the people who've grown up with this this technology they're not even seeing it as something bad right It's just the next logical step for them, yeah. Because it's,
1: if yeah, they've already done it, and whatever they've
0: grown up, you know, like mm-hmm. our kids right now are growing up with this all everything that's happening right now, this is their reality right we 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 all we, we have a glimpse into the past in our own minds from being able to remember a time before all this right they don't don't they don't have that
1: right, yeah, they don't <laughs> because I, I mean i I know it's a joke, and it's actually like an ongoing thing online or whatever about. How your kid doesn't believe you when you say you're old older than Google, but it's like, yeah, that that's legit. I am like I remember that time, you know. But they don't have a time where that didn't exist. No. So they they accept technology more than we do because we know what it was like without it, and what it still could be like. Where now they have all the convenience of it from the get go, essentially. I mean, not necessarily our kids per se, because we kind of limit. That stuff, but you know what I mean. Like, in general, most kids grow up with a tablet. They grow up with electric toothbrushes. Like, they don't... I mean, nowadays, you don't have to brush teeth. You just gotta wear this fucking mouth guard that brushes them for you. You know, you don't have to do nothing. You don't have to move your fucking hand.
0: Yeah. As you stupid know, as it anyone is. Anyone go anywhere and watch a one-month-old l- watching a, uh, c- a cell phone.
1: You're right.
0: I mean, this one-month-old, as far as this one-month-old knows this cell phone is reality to them. Right, How the fuck yeah. do they know? Yeah,
2: exactly. And they're
0: growing up with this to the point of, by the time this all be, becomes implemented, it will make, it won't be bad in their mind.
1: Right. It'll be
0: just what's happening. Just, yeah, it'd be,
1: why wouldn't you kill yourself so you could live in a computer? Yeah, right? like, you're, like, you. why, you, why, you why you
0: would you want to live on Earth or in reality where you where get you old, you have in. to work, you have to eat, right. you have to do all... You know, you have all these things. Why would you want that when you could just have everything you could ever want in this virtual world and you don't have to do shit? Right.
2: You, 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 you look want.
0: awesome. You sound awesome. You are awesome. Everything that happens is awesome. And all you have to do is sit there and just live in an awesome world. Yeah. Much sounds much better than having to struggle each day and have to do the right thing. Yeah, you know. and
1: have to... You know, I, I, the only thing is... That, that's maybe the... Thinking back too, like they took like religion and God out of school and all that other shit too. You know, like maybe that's part of their whole gigantic plan—is get rid of that because if you have no real moral compass, this this would not bother you. This would be like, oh, this is a great idea, right? And if you
0: and if you don't think that there is another existence after death,
1: right? Why would would you be
0: scared of it? Right? Exactly.
1: You wouldn't. Exactly. (laughs)
0: Like after death, there's nothing. So. What difference does it make if you're living in a virtual world or a real world?
1: Right.
0: Just kill yourself and then you can live in a virtual reality. Right. What difference does it make? You know? Exactly. Yeah. Scary. It's pretty scary, man. Very scary. All right. The next thing. Interconnected digital battle networks. Evolving agile and adaptive mesh. C4 ISR. So C4 ISR is... C4 ISR is... um, Computers times four, computers, and then like four other C words, and then ISR is intelligence, surveillance, reconnaissance. Anyway, evolving agile and adaptive mesh C4 ISR networks will create deep operational dependencies underlying military action. Such evolving battle networks will increasingly become targets in and of themselves and subject to effects-based conflict. This increased reliance on seamless and ubiquitous connectivity will increase the value in targeting such networks, military or civilian, in disinformation, cyber or physical manner. Such attacks may be implemented long before the conflict itself is initiated and could strike indirectly at logistic, personnel, information, financial or other supporting elements of modern operational and strategic strategic networks.
1: So basically what you said before, like if you don't comply, they can take your, yeah. in this virtual world, they can take everything from you in an instant. Yes. And that's what it sounds like. Kind of.
0: But also. Uh, it's just
1: financial too. So like if you earn quote unquote money in this virtual world and you don't comply, well, guess what? You don't have any fucking money. You yeah. don't have anything to.
0: Your send. money is turned off.
1: Yep. You don't get to have money now and you don't get to do this and you can't do that.
0: So what I wrote after that was, um, this paragraph displays the thinking behind the use of disinformation well before conflict starts. So are we in this phase right now? Seems like the beginning of the COVID era has initiated an all-out war of information coming from all forms of state and non-state actors. We are being incessantly propagandized since the beginning of the so-called pandemic that people are finding it impossible to tell the difference between what's real and what's lies. And for what purpose? Um, Yeah, so they're talking about this interconnected thing. And the increased reliance on seamless and ubiquitous networks, ubiquitous connectivity, will increase the value in targeting such networks, military or civilian, in disinformation um, long before the conflict itself is initiated so
1: yeah so even before it starts long before
0: so um, what if right now we're in the disinformation phase we need we need five years from 2020 to 2025 we need a long period of disinformation on the human race to get them fucking confused unsure uh, divided, all kinds of different things. Oh,
1: we're definitely in that time frame because look at people. <laughs> I mean, I don't think people have ever been more confused. Like, don't get me wrong, and I don't want anyone to mis- misinterpret what I'm about to say. But, like, there's so many people right now who are so confused on their just their basic sexuality that, like, I couldn't even imagine, you know, like, right now, I have two friends who have two kids that are, you know, they're both 10, 11 years old, and every other week, they're, uh, they're lesbians, they're um, pansexuals, they're um, gender-fluid, non- non-binary. non-binary. They don't they're even know what the fuck they are. So our kids are growing up in this world where they don't even know what they are. Boy, girl, um, <laughs> what is that? And then on top of that, what does that even mean anymore? What does boy, girl even mean? Because it doesn't matter if you are a boy or a girl. You don't have to be. And mentally, if you're not... You can just change your outer everything to to fit whatever it is. Um, I just think we're going to... And then, and then throw COVID on top of it. There's so much misinformation. Don't get me wrong. We just got done with COVID. And for me, anyway, it was no fucking joke. Like, it was intense. However, had I not known that COVID was a thing, I would have thought it was the flu. Like, other than I did... You lose- with
0: no barfing.
1: Yeah, yeah. I Well, yeah, but I don't... I'm not a pukey, sick kind of person anyway. I don't typically get that way unless I'm drunk, so whatever. But you know what I mean? Like if no one would have told me, I would have just thought that I had the flu because I had the fever, I had body aches, you know, that was the kind of sickness that I had. Um, so it's like, I just think right now more than ever, people are so confused and they're very heavily divided. You got COVID, you got the, the political election bullshit going on. You got this sexuality, gender stuff going on, like full throttle right now. Like and then you got all kinds of other stuff that already existed before that, which was religions that separated people. Fucking football teams separated people. Like, people are more divided now than they probably ever have.
0: And then throw all that into, do I have to wear a mask to go inside this store? Can I fly this to this place with, without getting a vaccine? Can I go to Mexico unfettered? Or do I need to do this? Do I have to do that? What do I have to do? I don't fucking know. Every day is changing. Right,
1: and then... And then, oh, am I going to offend someone if I don't wear a mask? Am I going to offend someone if I do wear a mask? Like you can't win. No. no matter what you do, no matter what you say, no matter what you look like, what you wear, wh- anything. Nowadays, it's all wrong to somebody somewhere because no one can just mind their own goddamn business and live their own fucking life without impeding their perspective onto someone else. It's just not possible. Right? You know, now everyone's fucking entitled. So if I have a view. And I'm more than willing to have a healthy debate because I don't give a fuck what anyone else thinks. Like, I don't care that you disagree with me. That's not, my, that's not my issue. Like, if you're a good person otherwise, we're gonna get along just fine. I don't care that you like Biden. I don't care if you like football, even though I hate football. I don't care. But most people damn me for the things that I believe in. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't care what you believe in. If you're a decent human being, that's all that matters to me. Your, your beliefs on all that shit... I don't care. Are you the are you, uh, type of person who's going to pull over on the side of the road because my tire's flat and help me? Are are you the type of person who I know that I could call on if shit hit the fan? Um, if so, then we're going to lo- get along just fine. You know what I mean? And And vice versa. I would do that for someone else. But nowadays, that's not the way people are. Like, it's just not. You can't do anything right. Everything's wrong. You know what I mean? Like, there's very few people that like get it like you don't have to agree to be a decent human being and get along and people need to remember that
0: yeah people do need to remember that there's way more that uh brings us together than divides us and I think we really are right now in this this era that they're talking about the long period of time prior to the actual conflict where there's going to be so much disinformation And misinformation and propaganda, that by the time the conflict starts, it's much easier to win a conflict. Yeah, because
1: nobody knows what's right, and that's exactly (laughs) what's happening right now. Nobody knows what's right. Is it right to fight for our fucking liberties right now, or do we? Is there really a gigantic pandemic killing everyone that we have to comply? Right. Like you know what I mean. Like if we knew that there was no fucking bullshit behind us and this was gonna end someday. And yes, we'd be saving people's lives. More people would be way on board with this. But because we've been lied to so many times and divided so many times before and people can see through the bullshit, we're like, dude, no, like, mm -mm. we can't go along with this, you know, whatever. Um, So it's really hard because now, I mean, even families are being torn apart over this. I've seen it many times, you know, and it's just bullshit because we don't have to agree to, to get along in life, but people, for whatever reason, are allowing that to happen. Um so I very much think that we're in this time frame of confusion because nobody knows what's right.
0: Yeah, I think I think it's much easier to win a battle against an enemy that's already defeated itself.
1: Right. It's yeah. like
0: the classic art art of war. Um why you use your enemy's um force against him. You know, when they're throwing a punch, um don't try to stop the punch. Use the force of the punch to grab the person's arm and throw them over your uh down. Mm-hmm. You don't You use their own weaknesses against them to win and when you have a divided country, a divided population that's divided on every possible thing, uh now imagine just throw some paratroopers in the sky and land anywhere. How easy is it to fight? People who are disorganized, just um, demoralized, and confused. It's well, super right. Easy. I mean, it's like... Who are su- really out of shape, have no combat experience.
1: Right. And well, <laughs> no. and, and the... Uh, maybe this is neither here nor there, but I get this, this uh, statement a lot. Well, I'm just one person. Well, so am I. And so are you. And so are you. And so are you. We're all just one person, but if we stand together... We're not just one person, we're many. Right. And that's where we need to be.
0: We, we, as, as a uh, collective, we meaning not they. Right. We have way more numbers.
1: Way more numbers.
0: It's not unbelievable. And not just numbers,
1: we have way more skills too. You know, we didn't grow up with silver spoons in our mouths. We have skills to, to live, to, to make a, our own society if we wanted to. You know what I mean? Like somebody knows how to sew. Somebody knows how to cook. Somebody knows how to hunt. Some Whatever. We don't need that top 1% telling us what to do. But for whatever reason, people are so caught up in thinking that we need all this and and whatever. And then now, now on top of that, there's trickle down of bullshit and misinformation like we've been talking about. So people are so confused. They need to remember the basic parts of life, which is that we are a society. We outnumber them you know what I mean? Like, and most people, I think, I I hate even saying it, but I think most people are not good. Um, whether that be just because of they don't care or their environment they grew up in, I don't know what it is, but most people aren't that good. Like, yes, we all have our flaws, but overall, you know, you're either pretty good or you're not good and whatever. And I think most people have a malicious agenda and they don't give a fuck about anyone else and that's it's sad but that's just the way it seems so i don't know why you'd assume these people give a shit about us why do they do they know you were they there when you were born did they help your fucking uh grandma through the plague like what you know (laughs) what i mean like they didn't do anything they don't know us it's really hard to care about someone that you don't know at all you know what i mean But there are times where it's like, oh, I see a stranded person, I'm going to go help them and whatever. You do this nice thing and then you make connections and that's great, you know. They don't do that type of shit. No. They're not going to do that. They don't care.
0: No, they claim power and then they... They um... claim
1: power and they claim money. Otherwise, (laughs) guess what? We'd all be living in perfect harmony because every job would get the same amount of fucking pay or something. Something would happen where they're not getting all the money and we're getting very little and just scraping by every goddamn day. I mean... If that doesn't tell you everything right there that you need to know, because apparently because they were born into whatever situation they were born into, that they deserve to have all this money and not really have to work. They're just groomed into being this elite person. You know what I mean? Like that's all it took to rule the world. world? That's all it took. Well, you know what? I know a lot of people, well, I shouldn't say a lot, but I know some people who are very, very good and kind and genuine because they were brought up that way. They would totally help out other people. And they do help out other people. But these people were not taught that. That's not what their goal in life is. You know what I mean? Like, they don't... They still have probably arranged marriages and shit. Like, oh, well, you can't marry someone that you just fucking met. You have to marry someone who has this last name or has this amount of wealth or has this whatever. You know what I mean? They don't care. They don't know us. We are fucking ants to them. Literally, if they gave a shit then during this pandemic, they would have given up their salary to help out the businesses that are fucking failing right now. If they really cared and gave a shit about any of us, they would be taking their money and their time and their effort to help us. But they're not.
0: They're only getting more and more.
1: Right. (laughs) As, as As all of our little shops in town are going out of business and their livelihood being destroyed, and them literally... Polluting us with poisons every day—that's what they're doing. That's what their agenda is. It is not to help us.
0: Yeah, it's fucked. Sorry, I went fucked. on a rant. Yeah, everything's fucked. Went on a tirade. It's, it's wild. Um, but yeah, the we're po- we're probably in the propaganda phase right now, and within the next five years, there will be a massive war, and uh, most likely, it's not going to be good. I have quite a bit here more, but we've basically covered everything I wanted to, co- to cover. And um, the majority of the rest of this is kind of just me conjecturing about what might happen. Um,
1: so what is your actual prediction then? What do you think is going to happen?
0: I think that we will win. I believe that within the next short period of time we meaning the human race is going to realize its own enslavement and do
1: you really think that
0: and is going to fight and succeed and win against them
1: I think if enough people wake up that's possible but
0: it like is... I said
1: every every day is like, back and forth for me. Like, it's like I run into a ton of people who, like, get it and are, like, on the same page, you know, and, and understand what's going on in the world, and then I'll fucking go to Walmart and I'm like, oh my god, they don't know anything. Because, yeah, you're right, I've literally seen, like, infants in a fucking cart or a stroller in their car seat, like, propped up with a fucking cell phone watching cartoons and weird shit, and it's like, that's a baby. What? What? Like my brain can't even compute that, right? You know, I, I mean, I've, not, I don't know. I just, I, I literally cannot compute an infant who can barely hold a bottle, holding a cell phone, watching TV as the, as the parents shop. Like that blows my mind, you know. Or every single time in the car, they don't want to listen to their kid. Here's a cell phone. Here's a tablet. And it's like, you know, don't get me wrong. I understand that kids are stressful and and life is stressful. I get that. But that doesn't mean you just get to escape from it all the time. You know, like every day, every time you have a discrepancy, you just shut it down with something. You know what I mean? Like that just doesn't make sense to me, but that's my opinion. So for me, I'm split. I could see it going very much either way. Do I think a war is coming? Definitely. Um, But yeah, I, I just, I don't know. I don't know whether we'd win or lose. I feel like it's dead even split at this point because i run into a lot of people who just like don't get it and then i run into a lot of people who definitely get it so it's i don't know
0: yeah i think i think we will win and the the actual power of the individual has not been realized fully and within the next few years maybe sooner who knows i mean turn the power off right now Turn the internet on, off right now. There's going to be a lot of people who suddenly are not knowing what to do. Mm-hmm. And there's so much more that unites United. average humans than divides us. And Right,
1: you might actually have to go knock on your neighbor's door and hey, uh, is the power up for you too? Yeah, uh, weird actually. It looks like the whole fucking city doesn't have power well, what the hell does that mean? I don't know. Let's band together and get a search party going and figure out what the fuck's going on here or whatever, you know? Like, actually, it was funny because, what was it, last week, our power went out and our, like, basically our whole little neighborhood or whatever, our power went out and I'm like, well, maybe Nothing. this is it. It's time, you know? I went down and took uh one last tub, which had about an inch and a half of water in it because by the time uh the water from the water heater uh you know whatever the holding tank ran out that was what i got so i took my little tub and i'm like okay let's do this just in case let's rally up you know but turned out someone just had a transformer so our lucky day i guess
0: yeah um i think we're going to win and we just have to realize our own power and we will win because we we've been held down for far too long the human race The human race has such unbelievable potential to transform its environment into positivity. Anywhere a human goes, it gets better. Me and my friend, uh, we went camping. We turned our campsite into our home for one day. We made it good. We cleaned up after ourselves. We turned our little campsite into our little home for one day, and there's lots of space out there, and we could return to that again if we wanted, or we could make it much better than we have it right now without so much suffering, without so much bullshit, but it's going to take a heavy, heavy dose of reality for the human race. Nothing that has ever happened on Earth or in, in time ever came easily. It, it's hard. It's much harder than easier. And I think we're going to have to go through an extreme amount of pain, death, misery, multiple types of genocide, possibly. But at the end, I believe we will win. And because ultimately, evil can't succeed. Because evil doesn't have the necessary qualities to succeed for long. All the qualities that evil has will only make it succeed in the short term because it's ultimately selfish. And goodness is powerful and will succeed in the end because goodness is, un- is selfless. Goodness is will always be above evil. In the long run, and the thing is, we just have to go through it. Hopefully, we can just do it real quick, get it over with, and then never allow never allow this to happen ever again. Um. But maybe it will, maybe it won't. I I don't know, but I think we will win. And it's that's the
1: thing about being human: we can't predict the future. So no. But Maybe our virtual a i robotic selves can you know.
0: um I want to end with this. This is some sort of quote that was in here. I don't know who the hell these people are It
1: was in the document, yeah,
0: so this quote was in the document um somebody by the name of Posoni and Pornell. I don't know who the hell these people are, but the I liked the quote was interesting. Um As noted by Posoni and Purnell, there is little choice but to adapt to this environment as the primary fact about technology in the twentieth century is that it has a momentum all of its own, although the technological stream can to some extent be directed, it is impossible to dam it. The stream flows endlessly. this leaves only three choices: you may swim with the stream, exploiting every aspect of technology to its fullest. You may attempt to crawl out on the bank and watch the rest of the world go past, or you can attempt to swim against the stream and put the genie back in the bottle. The research itself does not create technology, but it is merely one technology's major prerequisites, and technology by itself cannot guarantee national survival. The thing I found most interesting about this quote, and this is where I feel I am, uh, and maybe you are too. Here's one of the options you can do in the face of ever-changing technology. You may attempt to crawl out onto the bank and watch the rest of the world go past. I. That's where I'm at. I don't want to participate in this sick, twisted world and this ever-changing madness. I, I'll just get out of the river. I'll... Um, set up my tent on the side and make a fire. I'm good to go. see,
1: you took that so i would I would do the same. however, the whole quote I took that as a warning like either you better get with the program or you're fucked right yeah that's uh, that's what that quote says to me is that basically you need to fucking get with the program and go with the flow or you're gonna be damned right sorry
0: right like and, and I think that is the point that they why they put this in there. But w- what I got out of it was that like one... Th-
1: yeah, it sounds like a threat. Right. What like. That's
0: what I got out of it was you may attempt to crawl out on the bank and watch the rest of the world go past. Um. But what they want you to do is swim with the stream, exploiting every aspect of technology to its fullest. That's what they want. And that's most likely what will happen. But not everyone has to do what they say. You have a choice. Everyone has a choice in life. That's our best quality about being human. Yeah. You can choose to do anything you want, but you're just you'll have to pay the price based on your choices. So choose right. Choose the right path. If you choose the right path, it's going to work out for you. And even if the right path is hated by everyone, the right path is the hardest path. The right path is the path with the most pitfalls on it. But if you stay on that path, at the end of the path, there's a gigantic meadow and it's awesome at the end. But the path is way is much harder.
1: And usually you can tell which path is right by looking at how many people are going to it. Like if the majority are fucking flowing and flocking to it, it's probably not right. That's not always the case, of course. But that's usually how you can tell. Are the masses running to it? Because it's a fucking basic... Easy way, handout, if it's that, then yeah, you're, you're likely on the wrong right
0: path. Yeah, one path leads to a cliff, one leads to a meadow, and another leads to who knows what.
1: The digital world, I guess. The digital
0: world. Do you want to upload your brain into virtual reality and become a non-existing human? It's, not, it's all up to you. You can do what you choose. I choose not to do that. That's my choice. Uh, but you pick your own. Um, and with that, I say good night. Uh, we have ran out of time here, and uh, I
1: have to go to the bathroom so bad. It's not even funny. Yeah,
0: so uh, we'll we'll leave you with that. Um, pick the right path if you can, and do the right thing as best you can. Because at the end is a gigantic meadow, and everything's great in the meadow. Uh, thanks again for listening to Double Thought Dimension. You can find us on DT Dimension at protonmail dot com. DoubleThoughtDimension.com Uh DT underscore Miracle Monday on Instagram. Uh remember the email, dtdimension at protonmail.com. DoubleThoughtDimension.com and what, can- do you,
1: what do you guys think about this new uh document here? Uh I, for one, since I didn't know about it until right now, along with all of you, um I'm pretty off put. I'm just gonna say that. I'm very off put.
0: Yeah, so uh remember if you're if you're if you're hearing this You are the resistance.